Hashtag SAFMBTH. 0614-104107. You can also drop me an X at Aldrin St. Pierre. Our studio line is 086-000-2032. And remember that we are also streaming live on YouTube as well as on um, Facebook. That's where you can follow um, what we're doing in Studio Live. We're also taking your comments from those platforms as well. We're in conversation next with the Dr. Chido Chasenere from the Institute for Pan-African Thought and Conversation at the University of Johannesburg. So the United Nations has officially ended its 10-year peacekeeping mission in Mali after the country's ruling junta demanded that the departure of the mission, accusing it of having failed to stabilize the country following this development. Um, there are growing concerns that the United Nations peacekeeping operations are increasingly becoming unwelcome in parts of uh, on parts of the continent where most of the missions operate for an example in September Congo requested the withdrawal of the United Nations mission trying to contain violence in the country for more on the story we speak to Dr. Nyera. Dr. Nyera, good afternoon thank you so much for making time for us what do you think informs this level of discontent with uh, the missions that have that are being led by the United Nations and also considering that um, these missions are missions that are populated by um, soldiers and troops from different countries that agree to be part of the mission. Good afternoon, Aldrin, and good afternoon to your listeners. So what I make of it, um, there is always discontent when it comes to interventions that are foreign. So at the heart of this intervention, we can deduce that it is a foreign intervention. Now, we, ne- we need to qualify that by foreign intervention because mm-hmm. the UN, by the way, uh, it is recognized globally. However, the constituents of that army or of that mission become problematic because we have seen particularly in Mali. So may- maybe let's, let's give a bit of context. So the, the recursal of this UN mission in Mali follows at the backdrop of the French mission that has also left Mali. Now, a lot of analysis has come out, and part of what has been critiqued, particularly on Mali, is the fact that in terms of the interventions that they've enlisted, by the way, the French intervention, it was the Malian authorities that requested for it. Of course, they also requested for this UN intervention. But let us remember that when they requested, it was still under civil rule and not necessarily the junta that has now accepted power for the second time. So there are those nuances that should be distinguished. But at the end of the day, it remains that these interventions are not organic and therefore they remain foreign. So there will always be that suspicion in terms of the motives of these forces that operate within Mali in this case. Does that also then apply to the Wegner group? Because, after all, they are also a foreign group. That's true. Um, so we, we have already isolated the French army mm-hmm. that has failed in, in its mission. There is also the Russian Wegner group. Now, it's interesting because we know they are there. Although uh, both ends, in terms of the Russian uh, authorities and the Malian army, they deny the involvement of the Russian Wagner group in terms of the conflict. But we know they, they will not come out clean and state their interests. However, they are involved. And this complicates the conflict because then again we are wondering who exactly 
is involved in this conflict and to, to whose benefit are all of these foreign interventions coming in. So, of course, uh, the, the Russian group here is, is not isolated from understanding the dynamics that come with foreign intervention. They are foreign. They are foreign. So where do we see this one end? Is it the junta saying that we need the support of the Wegner group? And what assurance do we have from the Wegner group that their um, intervention in, in Mali as well as in some other West African countries is just at a level of just helping with the peacekeeping if that is the, the intention behind it? Because um, the previous leader of the Wegner group, Prakoshin, we know that he was also into mining. Mm. And he used the Wegner so, group to get into mining. Exactly. Uh, th this is part of the problem of enlisting foreign groups to resolve an internal conflict. I say internal in terms of Africa. Mm -hmm. This is part of the problem because these people that come to intervene, of course, they may benefit the Malian government or the Malian authorities, as it were, to some degree. But they are there to protect their own interests. So I wouldn't personally... According to my reading, I wouldn't um, support the, the enlisting of any foreign group in terms of this conflict. What the Malian authorities could actually look into is to enlist the help of ECOWAS, the sub-regional group. Now, I know they, they've been kicked <laughs> out of ECOWAS because particularly of this coup. However, there is need for retaining uh, to, to normalcy in terms of mending those relations. And ECOWAS may actually have a better hand at dealing with insurgency because they have shown uh, some levels of success. Part of the protracted conflict in Mali is that um, the, these rebels, the so-called rebels, they are not operating from one specific point. They are not even operating from one country, right? They have operated from Burkina Faso. Uh, they have also operated from, uh, from all these other countries that share the colonial borders with Mali, uh, Niger included. And we know in terms of Niger and Burkina Faso, they have had uh, coups themselves. Yeah. So it is a group that is very difficult to unrest and, and unless you you attack this from a regional perspective so that ECOWAS as a muscle uh, that can really be listened to by ECOWAS states, it has a better hand at dealing with this. It is an African uh, institution that is better prepared to deal with African problems. That's the first one. Okay. The Unfortunately, one. we've run out of time, Dr. Chirochas. Apologies, <laughs> Dr. Chirochas Nyeredev uh, from the Institute for Pan-African Thought and Conversation at the University of Johannesburg.